Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Coffee Talk from Planet Fair. It's uh, noon in San Diego, and my name is Henrika von Platen, and I'm talking with Margaret live from San Diego. Yes, thank you. I'm well. I've been at the World at Work conference now for three days. A little bit jet lagged. Yeah, I'm a little bit jet lagged, but otherwise doing really well. Thank you. <laughs> mm, it feels like yesterday that we talked about this conference, but it must be a year, yeah, must have been a year now. So, and I remember you had great insights last time. So my burning question of uh, this coffee talk actually is, what was your best takeaway? I know it's over now, so you've had your talks, you've seen others talking. What was sort of the, the main topics? Where do you feel that the people are really most anxious about? What's coming up, what's happening? Yes, um, I think in my mind, there are, there are two key themes that I would kind of take away. So one is technology, um, and we can dive into that deeper. And the second one is like, where do we go after pay equity and how do we bring pay equity together with our DEI efforts? So I think those are kind of the two themes um, that I observed um, in, in the conference. So maybe I can start with kind of the pay equity journey and the broader DEI efforts. So I think companies now, they have already done their pay, first pay equity study, and then they're looking at their DEI efforts. And they're thinking more broadly, not just about pay, but so this conference is a little bit US centric. Um, and just to clarify for listeners that we might have uh, in Europe and everywhere around the world, um, is that uh, in the US, things like uh, health insurance, is through your employer. So the idea about uh, benefits and total benefits uh, is all part of the compensation packets. And how do we think about inclusive benefits? Who is using your benefits? Um, you know, simple things like, and I think this might apply broader, you know, for your, what we call 401ks, um, in the US, but our retirement benefits, you know, who are seeking them and why and who is being left behind. Um, the same thing for, you know, health insurance. Are we offering mental health? There was a lot of talk about um, employee well-being and how do we contribute to well-being. Even there was a um, and on the main stage, there was an hour spent on just trying to define how do we define well-being and how can organizations contribute to that. So, um, but the idea is, because I think, I know I'm babbling and going on, but I think when we think about pay equity and what we have gotten really good at with pay equity is to define our goals, bring in the data, doing the analytics and measure the outcomes. Like we can measure <laughs> black and white how we are doing, right? And the thought is taking those learnings and now applying them to the broader goals of, you know, optimizing um, and making your benefits more equitable, but also just to the broader DEI efforts, like what are the data that we need? How do we analyze it? How do we set goals? So there was, for example, one really interesting presentation uh, by Coca-Cola, and they have, for example, set measurable goals. So they are going to be 50% uh, female-led in management by 2030. So that was, and that's a stated goal. And then they're taking measurable steps toward that. So that was one you of the things. Like, 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. We could probably go on for 80 instead of eight minutes today. But um, I was like thinking when you said they are already a step further now again, like in the DNI back from pay equity, closing the gaps, then starting DNI again, which I think is great. I had a phone call today with a person from a, a company. They have never done an analysis at all. So I think it's like there are still so many out there that haven't done anything in this direction, but we are already so many steps further. Hopefully those that will start now can sort of profit from that and be even better at their at their first analysis and getting going to close all gaps. You, you started off saying two things. The second thing was about... Um, uh, you said technology. What was sort of the main takeaway there for another two minutes? Yes, <laughs> two minutes and 30 seconds. Um, yeah. So I would say it's twofold. So one was AI. So I spoke a little bit about AI um, and there was a great session on the main stage again about AI and how that's going to change the analytics that we do. Uh, and in these two talks, obviously I'm biased towards my own talk, but you know, we talked about ChatGTP and how we can use it as our assistant, um, how it should be changing the way we work day to day. So maybe I actually had a thought that next time um, <laughs> we can just have a coffee talk and I can demo ChatGTP to you to show you how it can, you know, how people who are taking the first steps how they can use ChatGTP to, you know, hold their hand. I mean, it's amazing in my opinion. Um, so I will, let's do that next time. So instead of diving deeper into that, the other trend in tech is that those organizations that have adopted good data infrastructure are now able to produce decision support in days. So that I think is a big change. So when you think, when we think about the typical organization that we work with, the data is dispersed all around. It's, you know, we want to do a pay equity analysis. We need to go into the comp system. We need to go into the HR system. We need to marry these data before we can start the analysis. So there was one um, really good example from iFood in Brazil. Um, and basically their project from start to finish was implemented at scale in 22 days, which to me is amazing. And 11 of those days were um, just testing the system. So what that project was about, so they have the data infrastructure to be able to say, and the question they were asking, okay, how do we make the merit process more efficient and more unbiased? So then what they said, they came up with, okay, this are the information that we need. This is how we are going to um, weigh the different criteria. So they took objective criteria such as, you know, your performance. Um, did you get a race in the last round? Where do you lie in your band? Uh, how do you compare to your uh, group, etc.? So there were objective criteria that was then kind of built into a they called it an algorithm, but it really just a decision rule. Um, and mm -hmm. then this was rolled out at scale throughout the organizations, organization so that, you know, the managers or their employees and then, you know, somebody at the top could view everything. And they implemented this whole thing in 22 days. So to oh, me, yeah, that... <laughs> yeah, no, so... So when you know, so when organizations are thinking about ROI on adopting these data infrastructure, I just think this showed what you can do 
at scale and fast once you have done the plumbing and the ground floor, because then you can start building at amazing speed. So that I was actually super impressed by that. Wow, cool. I must say that's great takeaways. Wonderful uh, eight San Diego minutes. Yes. What can I say? Hey, thank you. Have a great back uh, flight back home, Margaret. And I yes. can't wait to you the next time. Yes, we will talk about chat GDP. <laughs> I look forward to it. That's yes. A cliffhanger. <laughs> That's <laughs> Exactly. Okay. All right. Bye.